So December 2nd, we signed Kyle Lowry. Basically, they told us the only window that we could shoot this commercial was on December 22nd because Kyle had a game on December 21st in Miami and a com- uh, another game on December 23rd. So they said, Kyle has a five hour window on December 22nd, but you have to shoot in Miami. Hey, it's Ryan Doyle on Guaranteed Money from TDR. Many people were buzzing when they saw a Super Bowl commercial with NBA superstar Kyle Lowry in it. The commercial was for a company called BitBuy, and the NBA star is back poking fun at himself in another ad for the company. I wanted to know a lot more about this, so uh, two guys can tell us a lot about it are here with me right now. Benu Koshi is the Marketing Communications Director with Wonderfy, and Charlie Aikenhead is the VP of Marketing with Wonderfy, and they both join me to talk about it. Nice to have you, gentlemen. Thanks for, ha- thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, let's start off, for those who aren't familiar, let's talk a little bit about the BitBuy brand and, and what it is. Yeah, so BitBuy is a licensed and compliant, very important, licensed and compliant cryptocurrency platform here in Canada. Um, so we allow users to deposit Canadian dollars, and uh, trade that into a variety of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum, you know, all the top coins we have on our platform. We have a mobile app, we have a website, and we have a private wealth division, which is for, um, you know, high net worth customers looking for that, uh, uh, you know, white glove service or um, from our account service team. Now, I, we'll talk a little bit about crypto and the markets in, in just a few minutes' time, because I'm sure you get a lot of questions about it. I know I do. Anytime I go to a party, people ask, you know, what's crypto all about? You know, what's going on in the market right now? So let's get to that in a second. But let's talk about uh, the Kyle Lowry commercials, because I think they're vastly entertaining. I love the idea that Kyle can poke fun at himself. Obviously, I'm in Toronto, so he means a lot to this community and a lot to uh, right. this city and probably the country. Uh, Benu, why did you decide to go to the sports route when it comes to tying crypto to sports? Great question. So basically, you know, we saw a whole bunch of studies that showed there was a direct correlation between crypto enthusiasts and sports enthusiasts, and actually even more when it came to sports betting enthusiasts. And the other thing, too, is, you know, we were at this point where um, in, you know, 2020, 2021, where most of our advertising, where we were targeting more of the early crypto adopters, um, we were focused more on kind of digital advertising. But we needed to kind of expand, you know, build our brand some more, expand to a wider audience. And we just felt that sports was the fastest, most efficient way to try to become a household name. So then when it came time to, you know, looking, knowing that we wanted to expand, we got officially regulated on November 30th, 2021, which actually opened the door to allow us to advertise during the Super Bowl. So up to then, Bell Media, who owned the rights to the Super Bowl in Canada, would not allow us to advertise there unless you're a regulated uh, crypto trading platform. So once we got the green light that we were going to do that, we said, you know what, we need to do something big. Um, and then we you know, began our talks with Kyle Lowry. And uh, the, the reason why we kind of chose Kyle was one, that even though he's not a Canadian athlete, we always consider him like an honorary Canadian athlete. You know, he's like universally sure. loved um, and, you know, by all of Canada. Like when you look at the NBA finals, uh, 56% of Canadians tuned into the NBA finals where the Raptors were there, at least at one point. So, you know, he was, it wasn't like he was a regional kind of like love regionally. He was loved all across Canada. So we thought Kyle was great. And, and one of the things too, is when we actually were finalizing the deal with Kyle, we presented him the scripts and he kind of, you know, he looked at him for a second. He goes, are you serious? Like, this is what you want me to do? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, all right, let's do it kind of thing. So we knew we had the right guy. 
All right, let's let's peel back the curtain though, because I mean, you, you you jumped right ahead, and and I appreciate that. But when so you're storyboarding these ideas, you've got a very tight window, by the way, when you talk about the time between you know when everything started to go on on the up and up for you, and the idea of getting to a Super Bowl commercial. It's a tight window you're looking at. How do you how do you make contact with a guy like Kyle Lowry? I think a lot of people would be fascinated as to you know you just pick up the phone and say, hey Kyle, we've got a great crypto company, we want you to be part of it. I don't think it goes like that. There's got to be a lot of steps. Yeah, so the, we originally made contact with him through uh, through a connection of our company. We had uh, someone that we knew that was working with him already at Adidas, and um, you know we were asking him, hey, what's Kyle like? You know. Is, is crypto something he'd be interested in? And we heard right away, you know, like, yeah, he's really at the forefront of all this stuff. So he, he's interested in crypto. He has his own NFT collection. You know, we heard that all the NBA players were really getting into it at that time. Steph Curry had gotten a deal. Uh, Kevin Durant had gotten a deal. So it was definitely part of the culture. And everyone was really, really excited about crypto at that time. And when we heard that Kyle was a crypto guy and he was, you know, he wanted to be involved with us, uh, we started off working with him and we just we just filmed a quick social media video just a little 15 second video just you know him talking about bitbuy we met in person though he was really interested in the space he wanted to learn more and that's when we knew hey you know let's do something bigger with him this guy he's the right guy for us he loves crypto he's obviously a canadian national treasure so let's uh let's see if we can blow this up a little bit more all right, that's 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 a that's a great story. I love that, and I love the fact that you've got people who are already knowledgeable about the space. Benu, that's got to help a lot. Where you've got somebody, you know, you don't have to sit down and explain what crypto is. You don't have to have those conversations. You can kind of get right into the meat and potatoes of it. Right, and you know, one of the things with Kyle too is like we purposely wanted someone that would kind of appeal to the everyday person, right? It's kind of like, you know, Kyle even openly admits, right? Like he's just kind of new getting his feet wet into the crypto space, which is kind of the people that we were talking to, you know, with our commercials. Let's talk about the commercials themselves. Three commercials in less than a month. You've got them all ready. You've got a, a ready commercial ready for the Super Bowl. Take me through that experience when it comes to shooting them and, and, and getting sort of in the same lane together while you're shooting those commercials. Yeah, so, okay, so... December 2nd, we signed Kyle Lowry. Basically, they told us the only window that we could shoot this commercial was on December 22nd because Kyle had a game on December 21st in Miami and a uh, another game on December 23rd. So they said, Kyle has a five hour window on December 22nd, but you have to shoot in Miami. So then as soon as we got word of that, we literally started getting on the phone, calling Miami directors, production companies, you know, who knows what to find out, you know, who we can get. So, you know, we, we originally had five, shortlisted down to two, and then, you know, we finally picked ours. Then we had to like figure out location and casting. Uh, and casting was actually kind of a challenge because Miami wasn't really the heartbed for, you know, talent when it came to, you know, actors and stuff like that. So in the case with like our main character, Jared, you know, the guy that goes, Kyle Lowry, you know, we actually flew him in from L.A. And we actually selected him on the Friday and uh, pre-production, meaning like the shoot was on the Tuesday, but pre-production started on the Monday. So we literally picked him on Friday. He flew in on a red eye Sunday for the shoot. 
The other component in there, our second commercial, you might have seen it, is we hired the world's heaviest sumo wrestler. His name is Yama. He's based in Los Angeles. Again, we asked our, you know, casting director in Miami, you know, what do you have for a super large guy? You know, they were showing us like kind of like wrestlers and things like that. And we're like, you know, NBA players are just as big as this guy. We need someone huge, huge, huge. And they said, well, we don't really have a big sumo community in Miami. Let, let's see what we can expand to. We found this guy, Yama. You know, we saw that he was in John Wick 2. We saw he was in Zoolander 2. And again, same thing. Yama flew in, I think, Monday night and uh, caught the red eye and then right off the bat he came shot his scenes fed him some red bull to keep him awake and you know that's how we how we shot with yama and actually the scenes with yama and kyle they never interacted we shot yama in the morning we shot kyle in the afternoon but let's go back to kyle so basically we got the date december 22nd we got the location you know we got the casting right at the end this was all under the whole stress of COVID, border shutting right. down, and all this kind of stuff. So we as our team, being based in Canada, we actually made a choice to fly down separately so that just in case if, you know, like I, I went in a day early, just in case if all of a sudden they shut the border down the day later. So we all kind of flew in a couple days in advance to make sure we were there. Um, you know, we, we had to do everything within COVID protocols. And to be honest, like we shot all the scenes without Kyle on December 21st all day and the morning of December 22nd. And then Kyle showed up after a practice, the like late afternoon, early evening on December 22nd. And to be honest, we did not feel like this was gonna happen until Kyle pulled up. He actually pulled up himself, drove his own car, pulled up, <laughs> and then once we had Kyle there, we were good. Until then, we literally had like a, a stand-in. Like we actually had a backup. Some of the scenes, um, although, yeah, I think we ended up using all Kyle scenes, but like over the shoulder stuff, that's actually a Kyle stand-in, just in case if, you know, <laughs> we didn't have Kyle in the commercial. <laughs> Wow, that's wild. I, take Okay, now take me to the Super Bowl because I'm going to guess that there must have been, you know, it's like watching your child go to school. Like The minute that commercial went up there, the minute that people got to see it, what was that experience like for you guys? Okay, so I, I, I'll speak first. Yeah. So basically, we're watching the halftime show. Yeah, we, go ahead, sorry. we knew we were the first spot after the halftime show right so you know i'm i'm a 90s hip-hop fan so like i i, I should have been able to enjoy that halftime show but i didn't i'm sitting there watching sitting there watching and the other thing too what i had <laughs> up and i think charlie did too is we had our google analytics page up because i wanted to see the site traffic when that commercial hit so i literally have the google Analytics page up i'm watching the halftime show waiting for the commercial and all i cared about was this was that we actually had another commercial that was in flight on on bell media at the time um, that, uh, you know, it's another commercial that we're running, like nothing related to Kyle Lowry. And my whole worry was that they didn't switch out the spot. And I'm like, how horrible would be this be if they actually show our original spot and not Kyle Lowry? So I'm sitting there, sitting there, cuts the commercial. Then I heard Jared go, Kyle Lowry. And then, you know, and then I saw the Google Analytics traffic just instantly spike up. Then I was good. So yeah, I was very, very, uh, pleased with that. I don't know, Charlie, you want to give your take? Yeah, yeah, just to add to that, you know, there was so much hype leading up to the Super Bowl. This was going to be the crypto bowl because we had brands like FTX. Uh, you know, we knew in the U.S. they were planning something big. We knew Binance was doing something. Right. Crypto.com was doing something. This was the crypto bowl. So we were really, you know, we had people hyped up and we said, listen, we're doing something for the Super Bowl. Stay tuned. Um, so there was definitely a lot of lead up to it and it was awesome to see that, you know, everything went smoothly and we saw a lot of positive reactions online after. So, you know, it was a little bit of relief, a little bit of, you know, Hey, that's pretty cool. We put that together and, and it's here for the Super Bowl. It's here for everyone to see. 
um, it, it was definitely, you know, something that uh, I think we'll both always remember just uh, how quickly it came together, all the hype, just that year specifically. It was it was awesome. And, and, and obviously just to the third to, commercial that is. It, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Sorry, just to add to Charlie's point. We actually started feeling kind of the benefits from it, like I would say about 10 days out because in the United States, right? Like people don't just advertise in the Super Bowl for the sake of that commercial. They want all that, you know, the media coverage and the hype that leads up to it, right? And so um, what we benefited from, just when Charlie was talking about it being the crypto bowl, what ended up happening was, was that, yes, you know, they were started talking about in the United States about FTX and, and crypto.com's ad. Well, then we started sharing with those same, you know, like CNN, Fox Business, Wall Street Journal, New York Times, that, oh yeah, we've got this commercial up in Canada that you're not gonna be able to see in the United States. And that actually piqued a lot of their curiosity. So we got some major media coverage in the United States as like the feature was like, here's the commercial Americans don't get to see starring, you know, NBA superstar Kyle Lowry and stuff. So we got like, I think at least 50 US media, like major media publications cover us. That's amazing. I, guys, I love your energy on this too and and how invested you are in it. I've I've interviewed in my career I've interviewed tons of people uh, that work in, you know, in the marketing space in the development space. Uh, I don't know if any of them would match the energy you guys have and the commitment that you guys have for this project. So it's fantastic to to kind of feel off and and and, and get that vibe from you. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the market itself. A lot has been made about crypto winter. A lot of, you know, mainstream media will hammer these points home. I made the point in the podcast the other day. I think they they've ignored completely what's going on in the actual, you know, the, the, the old school market, let's call it, uh, just in terms of just kind of leaning into the crypto headlines and almost the anti-crypto headlines as a, as a distraction. You guys, you know, you're in the industry. You're immersed in it every single day. Uh, Charlie, we'll start with you. How do you see things shaking down currently and where they might be headed? Yeah, so first off, you know, I, I want to say that, you know, this is an investment advice by by any <laughs> means. Sure. This is just kind of my personal, uh, just always got to clear that up. But, um, you know, I think that this, it, it's a very cyclical industry. Um, you're absolutely right. You know, the tech industry is getting hammered as well right now. A lot of the most popular tech stocks are down just as much as the most popular cryptocurrencies. Um, you know, unfortunately, what's happened is there's been a couple of big players who weren't doing things the right way. And you talk about regulation, you talk about compliance, you know, those are big, scary words. And, and crypto, you know, a lot of people who first got into crypto, they didn't want compliance, they didn't want regulation. But you're seeing now, um, you know, what happens when you don't have those. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that companies like Celsius and, and Three Arrows Capital and, um, you know, a few others, obviously weren't doing things the right way and um you know some a lot of investors have, have unfortunately had some pretty substantial losses does this mean that the entire crypto market is going to go away i definitely do not think so um you know i think just the amount of building that's going on behind the scenes you look at all these huge companies fidelity um you know jp morgan they're still behind the scenes still building out their crypto business lines you know this is obviously something that's here to stay and I think that as compliance and regulation continue, the market's going to stabilize. I really believe that, you know, long term, you know, this asset class is going to be something that is is going to be part of everybody's portfolio. Um, you know, you think about what Kevin O'Leary says, he's one of our spokespeople and investors here. He really believes that crypto will be a sector of the S&P 500. And I really think we're headed there as well. Um, you know, it's a with any type of change, there's always going to be a rocky road. I mean, 
it's uh, it's pretty par for the course to, to have really up and down markets. And I think, um, you know, long term, the industry is here to stay and um, you're going to see some great growth out of out of all these companies that are doing things the right way coming soon. You know, Benu, it's interesting. Charlie mentioned Kevin O'Leary. I've spent and had the good fortune of spending hours and hours and hours in studio with Kevin and having conversations with him back and forth, not just about the world of finance, but also his love of wine and art and all of those great things. Uh, but I also, you know, he his name means something. You know, he's got an opinion and it's an opinion that I think people put a lot of stock in and value in. How important is it when you see somebody like that uh, continue to be bullish on something when the rest of the the mainstream seems to want to go the other way? You know, it, it's interesting about Kevin. And one of his great strengths of Kevin is is he could take something as complicated as DeFi or crypto and put it into something that you know the average person can understand. And honestly, you know, as the you know the marketing guy, the PR guy at the office, you know, a lot of times I will talk to our crypto heads and they'll explain something to me, and I always have to say, okay, can you put it in a way like an eight year old can understand, right? And uh, and again, you know, we we spent some time with um, with Kevin where it's funny like. We've had Kevin at the office and would say, hey, Kevin, we need to shoot a couple of videos for this potential partner, things like that. And it's literally like you turn the camera on and then Kevin just turns on, right? Like I've never seen a guy that can do something in one take. Uh, and they'll be like, well, I, I don't really need to uh, shoot anything else. But yeah, you know, I think Kevin is one of those, you know, comforting voices that can actually talk about, you know, again, without getting too complicated or detailed about talking about crypto right. as it, you know, relates to the overall landscape in terms of what it means for people. Guys, I'm going to have to have you back because, again, I love the energy and I love the conversation and, and you're welcome back on the show anytime. Thanks for taking the time today to, to do it. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, Ryan. Subscribe to Guaranteed Money wherever you get your podcasts and find out more details at thedalesreport.com. Don't forget also to check out our YouTube channel for more content.